Ballyhoo, November 21st, battle among the I-20 teams. Three o'clock kick from Shreveport on Stadium. Oh, it needs to be moved two more hours back. Puffy, that's not what right. television says. What television says. And who's going to be covered? Terry Karen? Stadium. Oh, well. So, but hey, everybody should go to the game. That's right. Don't look for or the listen to Or listen to Dave Nitz or Nick White. It'll still be uh, be a little brisk that time of year, I hope. Based upon 97 de- degrees today, I hope. Hey, it's... we're going to have a cold front next week. Highs in the 70s, lows in the 50s. Oh, I don't believe that. Well, I don't believe it. It's probably it's 2020. You went, you better everything's on the table. Are we done for the day? Are you going to go see if you got power? Because I don't know if you can stay another day at my house. No, well, I've been cut off by my own family. So those of you out there in the listening audience, if you have a business or a place, uh, Puffy is, uh, I'll bring my own pillow. Um, But anyway, good luck to everybody out there. uh, Ken Yeoman's work from you as as usual. For Ken Carter, for Puffy, Sean Fox. God, this was a long three hours. We'll be back same time tomorrow. We'll see you then. This has been The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m. for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. I'll never forget that moment. Never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. I got the text when I was at work. My first call up ever as a member of the National Guard. This was it, the real deal. When we got to the armory, they briefed us on the wildfires, how they were getting dangerously close to homes. It was amazing to be a part of this massive operation. Helicopters were going up with huge buckets to drop water on the fires. Some of the guys in the unit were preparing for firefighting with local fire crews. We went out in Humvees to help with the evacuations. At that moment, I got my first taste of just how important the Guard is to my community. See how the Guard can be an important part of your life at NationalGuard.com. Discover what it means to be a citizen soldier, to serve locally as well as globally. Look into the benefits including career skills and money for college. Take a moment. Go to NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experience representation. This is Sports Talk 97.7, now on KPCH Ruston 99.3. It's time for the First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside tech football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 99.3 is also brought to you by... O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Courtesy Automotive, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Kirk Joyner Graduate Sales, and Bienville Motors. Text us on the Fairway Carts text line at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. It's BC, it's Beck Haynes, it's John Tabor, it's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Appreciate you joining us tonight. 99.3 99.3 The Peach. Week two. X back again. College football is underway. Pretty fun matchup between Central Arkansas and Austin P. Tuned in for a hot minute, BC. Yeah, got to see the opening the first touchdown. play. The yeah. first play from scrimmage. Just a nice little little scurry for six. Yeah, a little 75 yard. Reminded me a lot of our boy, old Henderson. 
Oh, Hendy to the house. Speaking of Justin Henderson, looking pretty good for the Bulldogs here in fall camp. But nonetheless, thank you for joining us tonight. Again, I'm BC. It's Beck Haynes, John Tabor running the board. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. want to thank our title sponsor, First National Bank. Fairway Cars, Dairy Queen, Courtesy Automotive, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Bienville Motors, Ball 4 Graduate Sales, Brister Smokehouse, and O'Neill Gas. As always, you can call us, you can text us on the Fairway Carts hotline or text line, 888-993-7762. Chime in. Beck would love to hear from you. He's running the text line tonight. Beck, I'll be honest with you. We signed off last week. You know, Wednesday, following the show, I went to the dentist. You know, I have to get the teeth cleaned every now and then. And we were talking, Hurricane Laura was on its way in. And we hear the different things. Oh, it's 2020. You never know what's going to happen. Well, let me tell you, Miss Laura was none too sweet. Not only to the Ruston area, the Monroe area, but... Certainly our thoughts and prayers go out with all those down in South Louisiana and Lake Charles as well. As you know, as hard as we got hit up here, uh, it, it was tremendously worse down there. Right. And that you know, I'm usually uh I downplay the, the weather pretty good. No, uh, you do. Yeah. So uh that one was uh I, that was my first uh hurricane that I feel like I've really had an experience with and what I you know, I was watching the radar and kinda looking where the red and the and the yellow were and, and you know, that was my prediction of when it was gonna hit but i forgot about the winds before and after so ben yeah. quite the lesson for me um if it was as devastating as it was up here we've seen pictures down south and uh and you know like you said thoughts and prayers with everyone down there it's uh it's going to be weeks if not months before um it's all put back together but we've you know in ruston you, you're seeing these linemen everywhere shout oh, out yeah. to those guys yeah. and they're working non-stop i know there's still some without power but if you can if you're hearing us uh tonight we're, we're glad to have you and hope we can Restore a little normalcy back into your routine because we know Bleed Tech Blue Radio is yeah, part we'll of your routine. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be here. Of course, you can listen to us tonight, uh, of course, on 99.3 The Peach. You can also uh, download the Sports Talk 977 app for iPhone or Android. Uh, you can listen to us live online, sportstalk977.com, or you can tune in on Facebook Live. On we're getting it up here in just a second on the Sports Talk 97.7 Facebook page. If you want to see Beck and I's pretty face, I'm not going to break out a throwback jersey this week. Personalized at that. Ben, I, you've scarred me. <laughs> no, I know, but it's all right. BC's here. BC's here. But, Beck, let me tell you something. We're, we're 11 days away from the dogs kicking off their season in Waco against the Baylor Bears. And let me tell you something. Two First off, the, the game time was announced for the Baylor game today, 11 a.m. It's on Fox, the big Fox, Gus Johnson on the call. Let me tell you about Gus Johnson, my favorite play-by-play guy in the sport. That's saying something because you are critical, my friend. Oh. I mean critical. Listen, if you can call a touchdown with some enthusiasm, like you'll have me on board. Listen, if you ain't BC, Johnson you, he probably can, doesn't like you. If Gus Johnson can call a nine-yard run like you just went 99 Kenneth Dixon to the house against ULL. I'm glad you're excited because I'm about sick of hearing you complaining. Well, I can tell you, I can't wait to hear Gus Johnson, Joel Klatt on the call. Actually, Beck, a little side note, going to try to get Joel Klatt on next week. But let me be honest with you, going to be a tough get. Why don't you shoot for the stars and try to get Gus? 
Yeah, I can't find Gus on the old Twitter machine. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can dial I'm it up. earn my paycheck. I am sure you can dial it up. But like I said, the Baylor game, 11 a.m. on Fox. That's a, uh, that's, a, that's a good spot. That's a big time. You look at the last two Tech games, a, a kickoff at 3 o'clock, what, 3 o'clock, 3.30 in the Eye Bowl against Miami. Your next game, the following fall, opening the year on Fox in Fox's number one slot. We'll have Matt Leinart, Urban Meyer, Reggie Bush leading into it. Like, come on now. Give it to me. It's going to be a real nice little Saturday. Woo! I'm jacked up for that one. I mean, well, we'll talk about it. No, let's hear it. I was just going to say, what do you, what do you, What's your early projections nah, on Baylor? We're not getting I know. It. You said let's hear it. I just no, well, I started to back off. We're going to talk the 2020 schedule later in the show if you'll be willing to get into it. Knowing you, we're close enough now. Knowing you, you'll want to talk some more QB battle. I do. I have questions. Okay. Fair enough. Man, you know, I, I basically need a secretary on my cell phone, people blowing me up because they know where the information is, you know? Yeah. They want to know what the QB battle's looking like. Yeah, that's fine. I'll give it to them straight. That's fine. Yeah, you'll give it to them. You've been to a lot of practice the last week. Yeah, not too many. Another programming note, the Week 2 kickoff at Southern Miss in Hattiesburg, uh, where the Dogs will open conference play to 6.30 p.m. kickoff. It's now on ESPN2, uh, which previously set for, I believe, ESPN3, ESPN+. Plus. That's, That's fine. Moving up. Yeah, well, ESPN2 kickoff. Can't complain about that. Hey, speaking of some of these ESPN3 games, might need the old hookup, bruh. You need, my, you need to borrow my, my login? Maybe. Not sure you if know, I... You know, not, I just canceled my ESPN Plus. <laughs> right in time for football season. <laughs> I know. I, don't, I just felt like I haven't used this in forever. I have, I have. you know, I'm on the, the YouTube TV. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I don't know if I have ESPN 3 anymore oh, on YouTube saying. TV. I'm yeah, not real sure. I'll probably have to get it, the, the Plus back. Yeah. Who knows how Who knows? that works. A, but what? hopefully the dogs ain't ever on it. Yeah, few, few too many ESPNs out there, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. What else we got tonight? UAB, I don't know if you saw the Blazers. Of course, you know, everybody likes to drool over Bill Clark's squad in Birmingham. Uh, I would expect when the preseason polls come out, they'll be picked to win the West, be picked to win the conference, blah, blah, blah. But uh, they've added uh, LSU defensive end transfer Justin Thomas. Uh, We'll see what kind of impact he has. Never heard of him. Well, he was actually expected to start for the Fighting Tigers this fall, so we'll see. Bill Clark continues to do a tremendous job. I believe Thomas is of Alabama native, so you can kind of see the fit right there. We got, we got our own uh, LSU uh, transferee, don't we? Who? Yeah, I know his name. Yeah. <laughs> you really uh, missed the ball on that one. No, I, we we have him. Tech is a, oh, Donovan Campbell. Yes. Yes. Ben, apologize. I'm sorry. Make, I, I missed yeah. you. No, I'm I, Listen, You're supposed to know everything. Speaking of Donovan Campbell. Oh, my. Coming God. up at 6.30, not only are we going to talk QB battle, because according to Beck, he has plenty of questions. Because seven days have passed. Did you, quick question, did you bring the show script tonight, yeah. or are you just winging it? No, I did bring it, but I had I had to eat a little dinner before the show, okay. and I had it in the bag and just wrapped it all up and threw it away. So I'm going to go get it at the break. <laughs> all right, listen. Man, just, I got it all up here. It's just wing here it. Bar- just I'm wing just, it. You'll be good to go. I'll be all right. No, you'll be good. You'll be good. So, speaking of Donovan Campbell, coming up at 6.30 when we discuss fall camp, we're also going to break down this Louisiana Tech roster, the roster composition that that Tech has put together. And, you know, a lot of questions are surrounding this team 
as you enter the 2020 season, you want to talk about, you know, we talked about it last week. You want to talk about the nine starters out defensively. You want to talk about replacing the quarterback. You know, you can talk about a number of different things. But I had a little extra time on my hands, you know, didn't have to work Thursday and Friday, working through some power outages, had some extra time to take a look at this roster. And it's pretty interesting to see how Tech's made up uh, as far as it's too deep goes, as far as it's, uh, you know, from the classification, the players that are going to be playing on the field, I think it's just another testament to the job that Skip Holtz has done in building this program. So uh, I'm really excited to look at that as well because I, I talked last week how excited I am about seeing this team when they finally do get on the field. Um, I think we're beginning, and I say beginning, Skip Holtz has been here for seven years, but to truly establish yourself year in and year out as a contender, I think we're starting to see that by just the number of young players that are mixing in with some of the older guys, which is really showing some of that talent that some of these younger guys are ready to play so early in their careers. And this is, you know, we know this is a unique year and that, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with, with test, testing during the season. So if, if your starters are going out because they have to quarantine or whatever, this is a year that you really need to know and understand the depth of your roster because those guys are, I mean, closer than ever than getting on the field, not just injury, but just guys that are going to be, locked up for 10 days well and and i would agree with that and i I would think you know every year year in and year out you know skip holtz holds his press conferences i believe on tuesday afternoons and you know you get a chance to meet with the media and and the media or meet with skip as the media you know the the traditional thing you tweet out the depth chart well let's be honest on a tuesday do you really know who's going to be available on a saturday (laughs) this year you have no idea not a clue not a clue throw the depth chart out the window you got an idea you got you got some hopes and dreams, Ben, but can't can't set it in stone. No, no, without a next doubt. guy up, you know, without a doubt. Skip ain't worried. Skip Skip will have you believing that everybody that steps in that practice field has a chance to play <laughs> and is ready. You ain't lying. You ain't lying Dude about loves that. Loves his players. Some roster news for the Bulldogs: uh, young redshirt freshman Kyrie Morrison, a safety out of West Feliciana, will miss the 2020 season for the Bulldogs after tearing his ACL earlier this week. Um, certainly hate it for him. He was a guy, like I said, another one of those young players that proved they were ready to play, especially early on in camp. Uh, was expected to be a backup behind Ezekiel Barnett, uh, but he will be lost for the season. So um, your prayers have to go out to him. Right. Uh, and really anybody that suffers an injury, especially in a preseason camp, uh, you hate to see that. It's, it doesn't make it any easier, but with the NCAA's our ruling on, on eligibility for another year, it gives him a little bit of give money. He's back. not use, losing a year. No, I agree. He, you know, but, yeah, that's tough to go down, especially this close to the season. Absolutely. So what we got going on in the show tonight, we got a 2020 Conference USA Outlook coming up in the next segment with Matthew Bartlett of At the Roost. Uh, Matthew and his guys do a tremendous job uh, at covering Conference USA year in and year out. Got a... I believe it's like a 70 or 80 page book breaking down each team. Uh, so it be fun to catch up with him. Like I said, we're going to talk 2020 football season, break down this roster. We'll take a look at the 2020 schedule. And then, of course, uh, we'll talk some 2021 recruiting. But, Beck, before we get to this first time out, I wanted to talk to you about something. I, last week, we talked about the different conferences that had canceled their football season. And listen, it, it's unfortunate. You you hate it for the kids more than anything. Yeah, and but the, you really want them to just eat it, though. You know, like the conferences. Like, just, oh yeah, just just be regretting it every day. Well, you hate it for the players, the coaches, and really the athletic directors. But other than that, like, come on, give me a break. Well, how about this? 
So it comes out, you know, last week, end of the week, we start hearing some flirting, start hearing it thrown around. Oh, a little flirting. Big, a little flirting. Big Ten's like, we're going to play starting in November. And it's like Tave said, oh, we're going to start after the election. Well, of course, like, it's all turned political. But let's take it a step further. And, and we're not going to get into politics. I don't care if you're on the left or the right. Doesn't give a, I don't give a hill of beans. But President Trump gives the call to the Big Ten commissioner. You know, of course, does his normal little tweet out. It's like, you know, we're one, we're on the one-yard line. We're getting close. Yeah, he, but, he got me. Yeah. I was excited. I was pumped up. But let's, that's beside the point. If the Big Ten plays football now, oh. well, let's be honest. Could they flip-flop anymore? Like, I mean, what's the bigger loss here? Not playing football or just, or just flip-flopping and looking like the, oh. the biggest wet noodles you've ever seen. Well, and it's like this. We got the national media. Oh, don't put any word into this. Like, these are the coaches and the players that want to play, not the presidents. Oh, well, I'm so sorry that the players and the coaches want to play. Seems like they may, may be the most involved, Ben. Like, I, I'm glad that the school presidents don't want to play. Like, school presidents barely even go to the well, games. I think Big, the Big Ten is starting to realize, like, I think they kind of thought everybody would follow suit. Now they're and realizing, didn't. like, we ain't going to be able to recruit anybody. For 10 years. Well, I think they're like, oh, gosh, i got to find a way to get in this college football playoff. And Justin Fields is like, man, get this out of here, dog. And that dude showed up at uh, Georgia practice. Did you see that? <laughs> I saw that. It was Woo, pretty That's spicy. Now, he probably has some friends there. They did He's, play there. They did play. He did play, spend a year there, had a mighty good year. But makes it interesting. I bit into the headline real hard. Today I, that article so fast. Well, and today I thought that uh, saw on Twitter. You know, the, the Twitter machine has all the information. I believe as Minnesota's starting right guard name escapes me. Um, decides he's going to transfer. Was just a redshirt freshman. And it's like, God, like that can't be the only guy they're going to lose oh, by not no, playing. Not, I mean, not a chance. This is this is. I mean, if like we've talked about it last week, if you're a recruit getting recruited by somebody and they pull the plug that early, you're like, I mean, do you even like football? Do you? I'm gonna go play somewhere I can play. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. You you send me out to wide receiver, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Don't know if I'll be open. Don't know if I can run more than one route. I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna give it a shot. It is unbelievable. Anyway, just had to rail on the Big Ten a little more. God, I'm so irritated. Yeah, we can drag that in the next segment. They bother me so much. Yeah, I really wanted to see Ohio what State was the day? What was the day of the anniversary of the Appalachian State yeah. beating Michigan? Love to see it. Love to see the Mountaineers take down the Wolverines. Wolverines program hasn't been the same no. since. Uh-uh. Let's go ahead and take our first time out. We come back from the break. Matthew Bartlett of At The Roost will join us. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Got a lot of stuff? Ideal Portable Buildings has what you need. A new custom-built portable building built with quality materials at low prices no one will beat. Ideal also carries dirks and portable buildings in all sizes from a garden shed to a lofted barn cabin. And keep all your stuff covered with a new Eagle Carport from Ideal. Rent to own with no credit check and 12 months same as cash with approved credit. Find Ideal Portable Buildings on Facebook or call 699-9426. Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTeX supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics. 
plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for LaTeX. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at LaTeX. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371 Cart, and go Bulldogs! At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the uncommon bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. Find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio. BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor running the board. Beck, it's crazy to say, but as we get closer to the football season coming up this weekend, a number of conference USA teams will be in action and joining us on the Fairway Carts hotline to talk about some of those teams, Matthew Bartlett with Out at the Roost. Matthew, how are things going for you tonight? You know, so far so good. You told me there's football happening this weekend, and honestly, it kind of feels hard to believe. Yeah, it certainly does. Not a whole lot we can complain about. I know you and I talked earlier this summer, and we were wondering if, if we would ever get to a season this fall, but uh, thankfully it looks like we're going to make it there. And, you know, you look at this Conference USA, obviously, in recent years, you look at on the eastern side, Florida Atlantic, on the western side, uh, UAB have, have kind of uh, kind of ruled things on both sides of the divisions. Um, from your point of view, with, with all the different folks that you've talked to, speaking to the west division, who, who would you handicap as the favorite as we get set to open this thing up this weekend? Well, it has to be UAB, and I know they're kind of the favorite in several publications, but they have the the best combination of they have a returning starting quarterback who's pretty good and a very good defense and a good coach. And there's a bunch of teams in the West that have some of those components and pieces, but, but not all three. And after what Bill Clark has done so far in Birmingham, it's, it's hard to pick against him. That's not saying that UAB's a lock. I don't think they're that much better than everybody else, but they certainly have a leg up. And you look at those teams in that next tier in the West Division, quote-unquote next tier, like you said, I don't think they're that far separated. But when you talk about Louisiana Tech, a Southern Miss, a Rice program that really came on strong at the end of 2019 under Mike Bloomgren, I, I don't know if it's fair to include North Texas in that in that group. Obviously, I don't think UTEP is as well. And who knows what we're going to see from UTSA and Jeff Trailer's first year, but who do you see as kind of that group of teams that could challenge UAB for the West Division? 
Well, you know, when, when we talked earlier, I think I guess it was in July, we, we talked about Louisiana Tech having all the pieces. If they can find a quarterback, which, you know, I feel being a quarterback away is easier said than done. If they can find a quarterback and, and get over the hump, I think w- with Skip Holtz, it's, it's not a question of the talent on the roster. It's there. It's making sure that you don't fall asleep at the wheel against, you know, UTSA or North Texas and cost yourself a game like I, last year with the suspensions. Like I, I think Louisiana tech is, is right there neck and neck. If they, if they get their quarterback, I, they should be able to easily give you a big game. Don't remind us. <laughs> oh man. We, I was not supposed to bring that up. <laughs> no, a little, a little that's, too our, that's, soon. A, that's our one rule. Don't ever bring that up again. Too soon. But, and, and I just want I just sorry to interrupt you, but I just want to elaborate a little bit further on this UTSA team. I know I didn't include them in that group, but you look at what Jeff trailer is coming into with the program. There's no secret that Frank Wilson did a good job at bringing in talent for the Roadrunners. But what do you see from the, from them as the key to their season? You know, we've saw Lowell Narcisse at quarterback a year ago. I'm not sure if he's that guy that can get them over the hump. But what do they need to do to kind of kind of push forward in year one under trailer to maybe potentially reach a bowl game? Sincere McCormick 300 times, maybe. I mean, he's one of the most talented running backs in the in the conference. And, you know, first-year head coaches have it rough to begin with, but Trailer took over, got the job, and then the COVID-19 pandemic hit and didn't have a spring to work out his players. Like, they're bringing in a new defensive coordinator, new defensive scheme. Offense is going to look a little bit different. It, it really is a total reset. So, the – the best case scenario for them is really being in as many games in the third and fourth quarter as possible and sneaking out the wins where they can get them. And so that it goes back to running the football and, and playing good enough defense to get by. Absolutely. And just to speak on that, you know, obviously UTSA is breaking in a new coach with Jeff Trailer, And, you know, on the other side of the division, when you talk about Florida Atlantic, uh, I know ODU's not playing, but uh, some of those programs, some of these coaches that are new head coaches, um, how difficult do you think that's going to be with the lack of spring ball that we've gotten? You know, there's been numerous stops and starts among different programs, uh, you know, with some of the COVID positive tests. Do you think that plays a big role as far as, you know, not only getting things rolling, but getting your schemes set, getting things rolling, and fi- kind of finding a rhythm as a football team, especially early in the year? I think it really does. It's something, you know, as a, as a typical fan, fan watching on Saturday, like you might not notice, but that linebacker not knowing what hole to hit or that running back not knowing where who to block on, on, on a scheme, like those are things that, that are make the difference on a play or a drive or, and win and lose games. And so that's something that, you know, you mentioned FAU with Willie Taggart. You know, he's, he's, he's in a very different situation from what Trailer is inheriting at UTSA because he's picking up a team that has lost a couple of the transfer portal but added several more and has championship-level talent that's already won two conference titles in the past three years. Like, it's a lot easier. He can sleepwalk into that job, and he's going to be a competitor. Trailer is really working up from, from ground zero. This is the place where if it was a, you know, quote-unquote normal year – he'd have a grace period, and he'll still have that this year, but it's it's just going to kind of mess up 
you know, what's a fair expectation for 2021? Oh, absolutely. And just to touch a little bit on Rice, I know you guys do a great job at covering the Owls. Uh, what, what are the expectations in Houston? I know they've had a, a number of games canceled just due to the various different scheduling uh, I wouldn't call it mishaps, but changes that we've seen leading up to the season. What, what's the outlook for the Owls uh, as Mike Bloomberg gets ready for his third season? I mean, coming into the year, it was a bull berth. That was the expectation. So you were talking about going 4-4-ish four and four -ish in conference, maybe a game or two better, beating Lamar, their FCS opponent that was canceled, and then knocking off Houston or Army. With those non-conference games not happening, who knows what – I mean, I think there's more teams playing this year than bowl bursts, right? Yeah. So who knows what a bowl is this year. But I think go, getting somewhere and being competitive, Rice is a team that if their quarterback hits, if they can finally find a quarterback, then they have one of the better defenses in the West, if not Conference USA. So I, I think that the floor is challenging and, and, and winning more games than last year. And the ceiling is, is pushing UAB and Tech and some of those teams for, for the conference title. And, and shifting over to the eastern side of Conference USA, uh, you mentioned Willie Taggart. We, we all know uh, the talent level and the number of quality players that Lane Kiffin brought in there in that time. But not only speaking to Florida Atlantic, Marshall as well have had some issues, have dismissed their quarterbacks uh, throughout the summer and into the fall how big of a role do you think that plays? I know Marshall's had some time to prepare for it, but both programs will be breaking in new quarterbacks. Uh, does that temper their expectations a little bit entering the year? I think it has to. I think it probably I – I say I would feel more confident in the situation at, at Western Kentucky than Marshall when it comes to replacing their quarterbacks. Uh, you know, we still don't – I guess Marshall at, at this point has, has named a starter who really doesn't have any, any college experience. Western Kentucky is – bringing in a Maryland transfer transfer that is uh, at least, I guess, played and beaten the University of Texas, if that uh, rings well on, on this program. But, uh, <laughs> you know, Western Kentucky's defense is is really the, the difference maker there, that they're going to be so good on defense that they don't need great quarterback play. They need decent quarterback play, and, and they can contend for the division. And that, that's the crazy thing to me. When you, when you look at Conference USA and – you know, especially going back, I guess since Tech entered the league uh, back in 2013, it was really more of a wide open, you know, you know, score 40, 50 points a game and, and who can win a shutout on a given week. But now you look at the makeup of the conference, uh, you know, I know UTSA might not be as good defensively this year as they have been in years past, but UAB has been pretty good defensively, Southern Miss. Uh, you mentioned Rice having one of the better defenses in the league. We know Western Kentucky hangs their hat on that side of the ball as well Marshall is another school it's really been interesting to see kind of how the landscape of the league has shifted uh throughout the last couple of years yeah isn't it kind of strange how college football is cyclical we're bringing all the high-powered offenses so everyone has to recruit defense to play against that and I have no doubt in a couple of years we'll be getting back to what 62 point ball games again <laughs> without a doubt so final question before we let you go Right now, West Division champ, East Division champ, your Conference USA champion for 2020. Well, if I if I am going to pretend to be unbiased and not pick Rice, we'll go. Uh, I think UAB wins the West. They'd still be my pick. I take Western Kentucky in the East, and then I'm I'm picking the Blazers to win it all. A 9-6 championship game victory for the Blazers. <laughs> I mean, you think 
so much stuff always gets weird. <laughs> it does. It's gonna be like a like a twenty six to like nineteen, some just random weird score where something bizarre happens because that that's college football in a pandemic, right? A- absolutely. So before we let you go, t- tell our listeners kind of what you guys do at at the Roos and tell them where they can find uh, y'all's preseason uh, magazine that y'all put together uh, throughout the summer that y'all now have for sale. Yeah, absolutely. So we cover all things rice football and more importantly for, for your ears, Conference USA. So you mentioned it. We put together a preseason preview. You can get that at attheroost.com slash shop. It's got 72 pages. We have preseason teams, burning questions. And, and my favorite part about it, if, if I can give you all some, some, some thank you and kudos, is that I've got folks on the ground, you yourself from Louisiana Tech and, and beat writers from around the conference. So this isn't going to be your typical – 50,000 foot national level of we don't know what transfers have come in and come out we have I have worked with several folks who know these teams better than anybody else to put this together so I'm really excited everybody can go pick that up for five bucks help support us and and keep us running with some good conference USA content absolutely Matthew we appreciate you joining us tonight and uh looking forward to talking again in the near future yeah thanks Ben Matthew Bartlett with At The Roost. And, Beck, he mentioned the 72 pages, and he mentioned, you know, having the boots on the ground. And we see a lot of these national publications. But when I spoke to Matthew, I can't tell you the details that they go into for this magazine and covering Conference USA. And I know it's not a magazine that's necessarily going to be bought by a ton of people around the country. But if you're a Conference USA fan, a Louisiana Tech fan, Check this out. It is top of the line. I spoke to Matthew for about two hours in July, and we really got the Louisiana Tech things ironed out. Awesome, BC. He seemed like very knowledgeable. We uh, appreciate his effort. And, you know, some, I could probably use that magazine, BC, to yeah, catch up on my, BC, on my conference USA. Yeah, about the only thing you know right now is that uh, UTEP's not very good. Not very good. You heard it here first. Absolutely. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back from the break. We'll talk some fall camp 2020 breakdown this Louisiana Tech football roster. You're listening to Believe Tech Blue Radio. We'll be right back after the break. At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, DQ fans, do you know what you get when you combine Oreo and fudge and brownie? You get the new Oreo fudge brownie blizzard treat of the month, of course. It's real Oreo pieces, rich choco fudge, and brownie pieces, all blended together in world-famous DQ soft serve. It's like mixing happiness, joy, and delight into one deliciously decadent treat trifecta. Hurry in today for this new dream treat only at your DQ. Happy tastes good. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. You'll love the smiling faces here at Courtesy. You'll love the deal you get on every car you buy. Eight brands, two convenient locations in Ruston, one goal, customer satisfaction. That's the Courtesy way of doing business. Online at buycourtesy.com. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for LaTeX. And 
Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs! have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech Sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Cards hotline 888-993-7762. BC Beckhanes, John Tabor, Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Thanks for joining us tonight. It's week two of Bleed Tech Blue Radio. We're 11 days away from the season. Man, before you get into it, I just something literally <laughs> just now dawned into my head. Let's hear it, Tate. We're fixing to have to make picks. We are. We are. Y'all want to do it this away. week? Nah. Yeah, let's do. Uh, yeah. Let's wait. We'll we wait game week. A little suspense. Right. Got to wait game week. We'll wait game week. I got to go to like one more practice. We yeah, Beck's got to get. Got to go to one practice, Beck. <laughs> Taves, I've been to more practice than you. All right. All right. We. Not only. I mean, we're still counting on one hand here. But. I mean, Ben's. Office shut down. Yeah. I got to go to the office. Yeah, COVID. You're a working man. I can't just be at practice at 9 in the morning. Now, you could. No, you could. I'll talk to the old boss, man. See what he says. No, you could. All right, we got a little text on the old text line. Yeah, let's hear it. From Chief. He wants to know what will home games look like as far as attendance and tailgating. Good. For the Bulldogs. Question, Chief. Not too sure yet. I don't think yeah, I'll tell you what's going to happen. <clears throat> Yeah, you I mean, want a I ticket, think, you buy think, yeah. <laughs> you show I think, up. I think Tommy is super pumped we're having a season, but I don't think he's going to push it. He doesn't strike me as like a like a, a pioneer of, of – uh, Wait, let me tell you something. No, 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 let me finish. He doesn't strike me as, as like a – in this space of, of pushing the envelope with a pandemic. Beck, let me tell you something. If you buy a ticket and you want to be in the Joe, you'll be in the Joe. You think so? Without a doubt. You Beck. think the first game they're letting them in? Beck, all right. What's the Joe man. hold? Twenty eight thousand. I know what it holds. Man. Okay, twenty eight thousand. How many people do you think show up on a normal week? Seventeen. Okay, so you're gonna say, all right, all right, that's fine. Okay, fifty percent. You think Tech's drawing fourteen thousand? Get out of here! You're in a pandemic. You think they're gonna let them go? Get out of here! I'm shocked at at that. But that's what do you think, Taves? Uh, I lean more towards you, Beck. Yeah, Ben don't I th- know I'm thinking, nothing. I'm thinking they Put may ten bucks on it right now. First home game, I bet you no fans go. Twenty five percent would or be they're not what? allowed. Yeah. Right at seven thousand. No fans. I allowed? bet you there's no fans first game. Well, might be no fans left at the, by the end when. Sorry, Houston chief. Baptist. We didn't answer your question. All we did here is just argue about what it'll be. Yeah, we don't really know. We don't know. Nothing. I got a text you... on the old text line. I know for dang sure the ice cream cone and the blizzard will be there. <laughs> there ain't no doubt about that. I don't know if they will. No, they'll be there. Because they ain't televised. No, they'll be there. Hey, and let me get that. Deflated and yeah. everything. Yeah. Well, hey, we thank Dairy well, we'll, Queen for being a I sponsor. I mean, hey, we, we knock it, but, I mean, when that when they get to running, you and I are just – Cracking up. Yeah, yeah, we, we are. We, I mean, we're pretty dialed I mean, in. We do a little side hustling on the side. You know, I got, you know, uh, you pretty are. much if it's uh, one, if it's not one, it's the other week to week. So. Yeah, pretty much. You want to win. You got this thing you figured out. You got to get on that schedule. 
know. Back when, when do you expect us to hear about? When's our first home game? 18 days from today, so I would expect next 10 to 12 days. We'll get back to you, Chief. Yeah, we'll get back to you, Chief. Back, got a question for you. Yeah. What you thinking about the QB battle Let's these talk days? QBs. I need a bell. Like back. I want to tell you one thing. Let and me I'm tell a, you something, BC. I'm gonna be as blunt as possible. <laughs> All right. I don't know who in the H E double hockey sticks is gonna take the first. He nap is lying through his teeth. No, I don't. I lying. Got, no, I ain't got a clue. You can ask. I've talked. Well, to a that in of itself people. is is news because I think we all kind of thought it was going to be Luke Anthony. Well, I think so, but and it still may be. It still. But might the fact be. that you can't definitively say based on what your eyeballs are seeing at practice, and we're talking about practice, Ben. Practice. We're talking about practice. If you cannot definitively say, I ain't got a clue. I know the coaches are giving you the old runaround. I'll be honest. They with love you. competition. They're not going to come out and say it. No, yeah, of course you love the. They competition. may be ninety-seven percent Luke, three percent Aaron, but they're going to tell Aaron he's got a shot. Well, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. It was a rough day at the old Joe this afternoon. Tell, tell us about. Tell us what you can tell us. No, I just didn't. They want to know. I just didn't necessarily thought think that the quarterbacks performed all that well. Uh, I really, I thought. You know, and I'm not going to crush the guys by any means. Hey, I, we all have a bad practice, Ben. Back, Sometimes you have a bad show. Let's, oh, without let's a doubt. be real. And that's game time. We ain't even talking about practice. No, and let's be honest. Don't even like, get me started on the pre-show meetings. Oh, yeah, you really bring the heat eating some chicken strips and greens. But <laughs> let me tell you something. It was t- – I'll tell you what today felt like. It felt like the middle of fall camp. <laughs> Just one of those days, legs are tired. It's humid. You yeah. didn't really want it. Little Tuesday out there, huh? It was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. People always talk about Mondays, but for me, it's a Tuesday. Man, can't got to get to hump day. Like I'm right there with you. So I don't know quarterback battle. I'll be. I'll say this: whether it's Luke, it's closer An- than we all thought. Whether it's Luke Anthony or Aaron Allen, I'm pretty confident in both guys. I think we'll see both guys fairly yeah, early in the year. Let's be sure to communicate that it's not a lack of confidence in what Tech has. No, I think both it's just guys. Just about which be one? Fine. Yeah, a good problem to have. Yeah, it is a good problem to have. What are they? What's that saying? Something if you don't have a, you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. if you don't have a QB. If one. you don't have one quarter, if you got to play two quarterbacks, it means you don't have one. Yeah. This case, we got two. Well, hey, we're gonna find out. We will find you, out. We, me and Taves are going to shock you this week. We're just going to show up at practice one day. I can tell you one person that ain't showing up, and it's you. <laughs> I think he's got more faith in old Taves. Yeah, without a doubt. How could you not? Because I'll tell you the times when Beck's Not Nine o'clock. I, I, I mean, we wrap up the show at nine. I can get over there in ten I, minutes. I can tell you the games, the times Beck's showing up. Hey, BC, time you're heading out to practice. Got a tea time at 1030. Ben, I come hey, on the ben, week. I, I, the I come to practice on the weekends. Sorry, I got to go to work during the week. So you want to stop by for thirty minutes before you hit your tea time? Ben, Tabes, don't listen to him. He <laughs> left earlier before me last week. Well, he said he was going to, and then I was like, "Wanted to have an earlier <laughs> earlier tea time?" No. Yeah. Gosh, oh. Ben's got to get back and take the kids to some little pony parties. Little That's ponies. That's what he's got to do. Yeah, without a doubt. All right, so let's let's take a look at this Louisiana Tech roster. I had a number of questions. From the good folks at BleedTechBlue.com, wanted to know some of the, the roles that some of the grad transfers would play this year. So let's take a look at these grad transfers. Obviously, Luke Anthony, uh, transfer quarterback from Abilene Christian. We've talked about him at length. Uh, he'll be you know the starter, possibly 1A, 1B uh, situation like that at quarterback. 
Uh, other grad transfers that Tech added, Gerald Wilbon, uh, big defensive tackle, nose tackle from Texas, uh, played his high school football in the southern part of the state. Uh, he'll be in the rotation at defensive tackle. Not necessarily certain he'll be a starter, uh, but he'll certainly see snaps on a week-to-week basis. Khalil Ladler, safety uh, transfer from Virginia Tech. I would expect he'll be in the mix at safety. Uh, right now, will he start, will he not start? I'm not certain, but he will play. There's no doubt uh, that he'll see a, a good amount of time week-to-week. Gabe Siemenak, uh kicker from Cal. Uh, how often do you see hear about a kicker that's added from Cal to Louisiana Tech? Sounds pretty crazy, but I would say right now Siemenak's going to be, uh, he's for sure going to be the kickoff guy. Uh, I think he's also in the mix to be the place kicker as well. Uh, so I think kickoff-wise you'll see a number of kicks that end up in the end zone, which um, we saw the open of the old Southern Miss game, but kicked it right to our end zone. Well, house call for the Golden Eagles early. Yeah. Much Not better great. have a little touchback action. Got to love the old touchback. Love it. Love it. Donovan Campbell, Beck's favorite player from LSU, grad transfer, uh, is in line to see a lot of time on the offensive line, whether it be at right guard. Uh, I think you could see him slide to some tackle as well. Uh, but he's been a nice addition, a, a good player, just didn't get to play a ton at LSU, which you could obviously see why when they won the national championship a year ago. I think their offensive line was in the top offensive line in the country. So uh, he'll play a key role for Tech up front for Robert McFarlane, the offensive line coach. And then the final grad transfer uh, that Tech added was D.J. Brown, uh, cornerback from Penn State. He's a Georgia native. Uh, just got to campus, I believe, a couple weeks ago. So he's still kind of getting acclimated. I'm not sure you'll see him a whole lot early in the season. But as the season progresses, I think he's a guy that could see uh, a lot of time at corner, especially for a secondary that's, you know, has Zach Hannibal back as a senior, but on the opposite side, Broderick Calhoun's just a sophomore. Uh, Brown has two years of eligibility remaining, so he could be a guy uh, that, you know, that second or third corner that plays a key role. Uh, I, I think, you know, when you talk about Tech offensively and defensively, just because you're not a starter doesn't mean you're not going to play. I mean, Beck's not the starting bleed Tech Blue radio host. Like Here every week, though. Yeah, but except the bye yeah, week. Should I just so. slap him, Taves? Uh, just that, slap that, him? I mean, I mean, uh, no, Beck's, a, Beck's a starter, man. Hey, you know, Beck's a starter. You know what I'm going to start doing, Taves? I'm going to uh, be like, yeah, I'll be he's there not on ro- my way to the show. Psych, COVID, he, quarantine. He's, <laughs> he's not a rotation guy. He, no, he's not a he's not a rotation guy. I'm just saying, like. I'm going to start publishing the text message I get from Ben every week. Dude, please do the show. I'm not please. sure he takes Everybody a whole lot of you. pride in being a starter. I'm not sure you take a whole lot of you priority keep working. in paying me enough money to, to prioritize this. Guys, let's, let's carry on with the show. Here we go. Another, another question for the Bleed Tech Blue Faithful. Who are some young guys that we could see contributing for the Bulldogs in 2020? So I got a number of young players. When you talk about some of the true freshmen, uh, Trey Harris is an inside receiver, uh, a guy that seems to get better and better. Big kid at six foot three, 215 pounds. Uh, has a chance to potentially play. Like Beck said, you never really know who's going to get a chance to contribute with all the different quarantine, contact tracing, lock you up, you don't need to play, all that sort of stuff. So he could be a guy that gets some time at receiver. Tyler Grubbs is a linebacker uh, that could see some times on special teams. Harlan Dixon's a reserve running back. Uh, Obviously, it's going to be tough to get on the field uh, in front of Justin Henderson and Israel Tucker, but... Uh, at the running back position, seems those guys get nicked up a little bit more 
than most. So, you know, Harlan Dixon, a talented player out of Slidell. Logan Klotz is a kicker, punter, uh, walk-on, a, a kid that's really impressed me throughout the fall that, you know, we, we've seen some of the issues that Tex had at punter in recent years. So he could be a guy that potentially gets a chance. Joe Mason, Shaq Spears, Ben Bell, uh, some young guys on the defensive line. Again, it's going to take some injuries for these guys to see some extended period of time on the field under David Blackwell. But, you know, the, these are guys that have kind of proven themselves in that younger group. Cedric Woods is another safety. And then some redshirt freshmen real quick before we get to the break. Jacob Barnes uh, likely in line to start at punter. Uh, Mackie Carabin is a redshirt freshman in line to start at inside linebacker. Walker Hankinson is a young offensive tackle uh, that will be behind Willie Allen or Anton Lewis. Could potentially see some time. Michael Clark's a defensive end. C.J. Johnson at cornerback. Kyle Maxwell will likely back up Adrian Hardy at outside receiver early in the year. Keevy Rose will be in the rotation as a defensive tackle. Allen Walker's another inside linebacker that's sure to play a key role at that spot. And then some of the sophomores, of course, Aaron Allen, Smoke Harris, uh, two guys that we've seen. Broderick Calhoun's a young corner that's expected to play. Christian Henderson on the offensive line. DJ Jackson, a defensive tackle. Uh, Byron Rossell's working his way back from injury but could potentially see some time at tackle. Uh, Dallas Taylor Cortez is a junior college corner that has three years of eligibility remaining. He's working his way into the rotation. Wayne Toussaint will return kicks. Deshaun Hall is the only freshman that did not redshirt a season ago. He'll start on the defensive line. B.J. Williamson will start at safety. And then Steven Shaw is a sophomore that could see some time at defensive tackle. So, Beck, as you can see, a number of young guys that have really performed well throughout fall camp, and it's one of the reasons that I feel pretty good about this group because they have some young guys ready to step up into key roles. Right. This is just a testament to recruiting that we've been so excited about for the past few years and to see it on the practice field, and especially in a year like this where anything can happen. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and jump to our next timeout. We come back from the break. We're going to discuss this roster a little bit more in depth. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Uncommon, how would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary? Outstanding? Exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Eight brands, two convenient locations in Ruston, one goal, customer satisfaction. That's the courtesy way of doing business. Online at buycourtesy.com. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for LaTeX. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at LaTeX. 
And everything good is more fun on a new EasyGo. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger EasyGo for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs! Man, I'm in pain. I've got to get some new running shoes. I used to have the same problem until I went to try running. Whether you're running, walking, working out, or working on your feet, Try Running staff works to keep your feet comfortable. Everyone's feet are different. Try Running makes sure you get the right type of shoe for your specific foot type. Try Running has Asics, Brooks, Mizuno, Scott & Newton running shoes, plus running, swimming, and triathlon apparel and accessories. Try Running. Running is what they do on West Mississippi Downtown Ruston. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor doing a fantastic job running the board. Beck. BC. Got a few questions for you. Hit me. So, you know, when you look at a football program, and, you know, obviously all the attention gets given to the upper-level programs in the country, and rightfully so. They they are the ones that drive the TV ratings and this and that and the other. But if you're a coach, are you, are you that guy that – I'll say it. Are you a guy that wants to sunny dykes it? Like, I'm talking 35 seniors – 18 juniors, you got your 53 upperclassmen, you got your 2012 Bulldog offense, and you're about to drop a 60-burger every week on your way to the Orange Bowl. Or are you a guy that wants to build a program and figure it out? Are you asking, like, am I personally? Yeah, like, like are you that guy that wants that one big year? Oh, no. Or are you – uh, are you the guy, like, let's say Skip Holtz, like, do you like eight, nine wins a year and taking your chances at maybe we strike gold in, in a given year and put together that 11 and 1? Maybe your quarterbacks don't get suspended and maybe you can Possibly. have a shot at a conference championship. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a loyal guy myself, Ben. As you can see, I'm still here week after week. But personally, now, I don't knock the strategy like Sonny had of, I mean, it, but, but he viewed Tech as a stepping stone school. Like, it was Let me ask you this. the next big job. Is Tech's not a stepping not stone job. Not traditionally, but it could be. I no, think no, it can no, be. I think it can be, but is it for this is a weird question to ask, but is it one of the easier to win at stepping stone jobs, I guess would be my question. I mean, you you hate Conference USA as much as anybody. Yeah. So you answer that question. I mean, this is a you're not gonna come if you're a coach if Skip retires next year and, and they don't hire internally. Yeah. And you're bringing in a guy that's like, hey, that's a school that's been in the top tier of Conference USA for the past six years. So you think it's a really appealing job? It's an appealing job. What do you th- What do you say, Tapes? Don't look at the budget, but it's an appealing yeah, job. Don't look at the budget. I mean, the budget's not the worst the in the world. middle tier coaches, it's an appealing job. I think for I think for a G5 job, it's in a talent-rich, football-crazed area. You uh, know I mean, uh, let me ask you. We'd this. love the support to be better, but. We've seen there's plenty of places where it's worse. Have we passed – has Tech passed up the spot where – and this isn't a knock on Dooley, but where they're hiring a special teams coach in Dooley to where now they can attract a, a maybe a Power 5 OC or a 
you know, an up and coming. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's I a agree. low pressure job. Like, I, well, I, mean, I agree with that. For Tech's sure. not going to run you out of town. I, I mean, agree the fan base, all twenty thousand of us. Uh, you don't. You ain't going to see those twenty thousand in the Joe come September nineteenth. Oh, you right. got no fans. I, I think to the credit of the program, when's the last time a coach was fired? Yeah, it's, it's right. been a while. I mean, I guess yeah. you'd have to go back to Big Nell, which prior to Big Nell, when was it? Torbush, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been. It's been a long time. time. It's a low-pressure job. It's a job, you know, like, I don't know if you would say Skip was, I don't think he was on the decline of his career, but. Well, I think he was at a spot in his career where he had to prove something. Yeah, it's almost like a, it's almost like a, not a fallback. It's not like you've fallen so far back, you got to go to, like, UTSA or something. I do do think Skip has elevated the attractiveness of the job. I I agree with that. And I think, too, you have to give some credit to the administration with some of the additions that have been made. Now, do you want to practice on a practice field that you're sharing with the track team? No, but every situation's not ideal. But I, I do think it's far more attractive than it is now. And like Beck said, if Skip left after this year, the next coach coming in, regardless of how attractive it is, yeah, well, I don't. I think you got a chance to win right well, away. You ask, is is the program in a better place now than it was when he got here? Yeah, I well, think overall, I think the foundation's a lot lot stronger. Oh, I, I agree with that. Yeah, and I and Beck talked a little bit about the budget, but I think the budget has taken incremental steps forward. It, it hasn't been that one big boom, but you're seeing, and you know, we got the details of Skip Holtz's contract on the website, and you can come check those out at bleedtechblue.com, but they're now competitive from a salary standpoint within the league from a head coach perspective, and I think that's important yeah, where, as well. Where are they within the assistance? Uh, well, that, that's another question. I think they've improved that year after year, and I think the assistant coaches are now under contract, which is something that we've been wanting to see for quite some time. So like you said, the, the groundwork is now it's pretty stable. It's a stable job. It's an attractive job. It's a job that you can win at. But like we've talked about, you have to get over that next hump and win that conference championship. And but then, every coach is going to come no. in and think they can do that. Oh well, I am the solution, and I think that that speaks to the program. No, I agree because there are programs where the coaches aren't looking at, hey, I can come here and win a conference championship. It's hey, I can come take a program that's won five games the last three years, yeah, get them to a bowl game, bowl game yeah. and parlay that, yeah, that, like a Charlotte or and like, text pass that, yeah, now. like a Charlotte or a Rice or you know, I know Rice has been there. You go, yeah, yeah like those coaches are like, man, if we can get to six and six. Maybe we can push forward. I think this is a program that's kind of established itself, and it, it'll be really interesting over the next five to ten years to kind of see where things go because I think it's inevitable that the landscape of college football, whether whether it's this pandemic or whether it was coming, I think it's really going to change some things and how the conferences look. I'm not sure that we'll even have quote-unquote power fives anymore. I think we'll have maybe four big conferences that might even break away on their own, and you got to get yourself into that upper portion of the G5 with the Central Floridas, with the Cincinnati's, that or with the Memphis, you know, that kind of pushes you up to that right. next level. Yeah, we got a text in the text line from Joey from Bozier. Says Tech is a decent stepping stone job in the G5. Decent in the G5, huh? Interesting. So, what would you say are the better one? I mean, I could see. I mean, I can understand Central Florida right. with their recent success. You could see Cincinnati, although they've, you know, they haven't been that great. You know, nah, Luke either. Fickle's done a good job. You could say Memphis. They've sent two coaches to P5s in recent years. All right, take away the AAC. Yeah, there ain't any. 
I mean, Boise, maybe. Boise. And I guess you could say San Diego State. But, I mean, I know Rocky Long was up there in age. But, man, I, are you dying to go get a coach from the West Coast and bring him to the, you know, the football, you know, the football mecca. capital of the world? Yeah, the football mecca. Like, I mean, who's the last coach? Not unless they're coming back home to their wherever. home region, yeah. Yeah, because outside of Brocko Mendenhall going from BYU to Virginia, I mean, that's not something that you see too often as well. So, I don't know. I just thought that was an interesting thing to talk about. But looking at this Tech roster, and I know we were going to touch on it a little bit, you obviously have your two deep. You have you know, 11 players, two deep, 22 on each side of the ball. And you look at this Tech roster and the composition that it's made up, and, you know, we've heard throughout the fall that, you know, Tech had a ton of talent returning at the skill spots, had to get the quarterback position worked out. Defensively, you got nine starters coming back, or nine starters leaving, two of those guys off to the NFL. Courtney Wallace was briefly with the Patriots. And then how, how do you get all that taken care of? Well, look at some of this two-deep roster that I have and, you know, I got some guys in two spots, but you look at the makeup offensively. You got nine seniors, you got sixteen or six juniors. Well, fifteen of your twenty-two players offensively are upperclassmen, and so that has to feel really good as a head coach. And we talked to Skip about that last week. And then you know some of the sophomores that are going to see some playing time. You talk about a a Smoke Harris or a Wayne Tucson, some guy Aaron Allen, some guys that have played some football, so they're not just necessarily jumping into things. And then you got the two redshirt freshmen and Kyle Maxwell and Walker Hankinson right now. But I would say when you build a two-deep as a coach, you want to get those younger guys mixed in and get them some experience so that they're ready later on in their careers. But offensively, uh, like we've said, we think this has an offensive unit that has a chance to be really, really good. Now, looking at the defensive side of the ball, I think that that's where you start to have some of your question marks. You have – New defensive coordinator, David Blackwell. Everyone you talk to says, well, we're going to go to more four-man fronts. We're going to, you know, we're going to see more of a 4-2-5, you know, a, a defense that can kind of defend the spread a little bit. I think we're going to see about 50-53 in four-man fronts, but I think Blackwell is going to do a good job. I've been impressed with what he's done this fall. But looking at how they're made up, you have six seniors, you got five juniors, five sophomores and five freshmen. So you're pretty evenly spread throughout that defense. And we're going to find out how good they are, how talented they are. But if they're going to be a good defense, some of these freshmen and sophomores better be ready to step up and play some quality football right away because they're going to get talent or tested right out of the gate. I agree. Let me ask you this before we go to the break. What do you, I mean, how big of a deal is not having spring football? Well, I, I, think it's a, I think it's a pretty big deal. I think especially when you talk about – Installing a new defense now. If Bob Diaco is back, you know, you know, Bob he wouldn't even give us a fist. I know bump. Bob wouldn't even give us a fist bump after intense. the eyeball. I tried to, I tried to nux him. Wouldn't even hang out with your boy. I, he was, he was halfway to Purdue. I headed straight to the Shreveport Airport. He gone out of here in a hurry. But I, no, I think it plays a pretty big role. But it, it'll be interesting. I just wonder for these young guys that are. I think that's where it's going to play this year. It's like. Man, I feel like we just started. I think the number of reps you get in the spring are what are so valuable, especially those young players. Now, your seniors, you can hold those out and let those young players get more and more time, but I think that's where it plays the biggest role. So let's go ahead and jump to our next timeout. We come back from the break. We'll take a look at this 
2020 schedule. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Be right back after the break. At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the uncommon bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana and South Arkansas. They also offer a wide range of propane and natural gas appliances. For more info, go to O'NeillGas.com. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with Bimbo Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to Bimble Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go, dogs. Bimble Motors in Arcadia. Bulldog fans, this is Chris Brister from Brister's Smokehouse, and I'd like to invite you to our new location, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston, across the street from our old location. Stop in and try our famous scatter load on your choice of four different types of bread. Our barbecue nachos are piled high with your favorite type of meat. And you have to taste for yourself our tender and juicy smoked cooked chicken, my personal favorite. So whether you're in town or at a tech game or just in the mood for the best barbecue in town, come see us at Brister's Smokehouse, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experience representation. This is Sports Talk 97.7, now on KPCH Ruston 99.3. Find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor running the boards. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, of course. I want to thank all our sponsors, First National Bank, Fairway Cart, Dairy Queen, Courtesy Automotive, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Bienville Motors in Arcadia, Ball 4 Graduate Sales, Brister Smokehouse, and O'Neill Gas. So, Beck, I know you've been wanting to put this off for a while, but I want to take a look at the 2020 schedule. So let's be honest with ourselves. This schedule, it took some work for Tommy McClellan to get this thing ironed out. Let's talk about the subtractions. Obviously, you lose the Vanderbilt game with the SEC going to conference only. You lose the UNLV game with the Mountain West not playing football. And you lose the Prairie View game with the SWAC not playing until the spring. So how did Tommy McClellan put the schedule back together to get the Bulldogs a competitive schedule this fall? Got on his little phone and started making some phone calls, BC. A little quick. Star 69? <laughs> so they don't know who's calling? <laughs> Never know. Might not want to talk to them dogs. Might not want to talk to them dogs. So you look at the schedule. 
Tech was obviously able to move some dates around to get the Baylor game in. Tech will open the season on the road at Baylor. Uh, they also added Houston Baptist in place of Prairie View. And then the big one, which we'll talk about here in a minute, uh, with Vanderbilt going away. Not that anyone was too excited to play the Commodores. ULM and Louisiana Tech for the first time in 20 years in Independence Stadium. Have you, hold on. I want to get you kind of started a little bit. How many fans do you think will be I that one? I knew that. Taves, you see that coming a mile away? I saw it coming around the corner. Everything. How many fans? I mean, I think they're going to do everything they can to get fans in there. But I, do they limit them or just? Well, what's capacity now? I think it's about 58,000. Oh, put 54 in there and call it good, Ben. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Hey, mask up. Yeah, I mean, there's still people on the Twitterverse that are mad about that. I That's mean, not in Rustin or Monroe? No, they're mad that they even would think about oh, having I fans know. at the game. Yeah, a little unhappy, but hey, they'll get over it. I mean, don't even get me started, Ben. Get you a little fired up. Talk about fired up. Can't wait to see that. I mean, that that's going to be, what's the date of that? November 21st. Oh, pfft. It's gone by then. That's yeah. three weeks after the election. Yeah. <laughs> snowing. Hey. I didn't say it. No, you said it. <laughs> Y'all heard him. Y'all heard Beck Hanks. So let's look at this schedule. I mean, I'm going to be there. No, yeah. There ain't I'm no, going to sneak in that thing. There ain't no doubt you'll be there sitting in the stands on about the end I, zone. I'll say, I'll, it, I'll say if we get full capacity, I was saying 37. Oh, you can. 30s. Taves, oh. are, you, are, you, are you one of those 37? I think if it's full capacity... Taves might try to find a way to be in that number. Taves, if it's full capacity. Taves, I mean, y'all, y'all know ride, how I am about running the board for the games. Taves, I mean, that's my moneymaker. Taves, if it's full capacity. One I think, time in 20 years, Taves. I, I think I may have to make that right. If it's full capacity, I think 26,000. 26,000. Yeah. I can do better than that. Yeah, I can do better. I mean. No, nah, I don't. I just. I don't know. Maybe I'm not optimistic enough. God, man, you're just depressing me over here. Well, get over it. <laughs> so looking at this 2020 schedule at Baylor to open the year on September the 12th, it's 11 a.m. kickoff on Fox. We got my boy Gus Johnson. We got Joel Clad on the call. You look at the Baylor Bears receiving 15 votes in the AP Top 25. Won't be receiving one vote after them Bulldogs are done with them. Charlie Brewer back for his, I believe it's his fourth year as the starting quarterback in Waco. Dave Aranda, the new head coach, taking over for Matt Rule off to the NFL with the Carolina Panthers. Be interesting to see what the Bears look like, obviously. Yeah, what's your, what's your, uh, give me, I mean, shoot, we'll give one. We'll get one. one. I mean, we'll get one. We get... Baylor 34, Tech 23. Mm. Mr. Bleed Tech Blue himself already picking against the dog. I think it's a 17 point line. You think, I mean, what do you, what kind of, give us a one sentence. What ha- what's happened to Baylor? Are they uptick or downtick? I don't. That's a good. I don't think. Yeah, been to practice. Nah, hadn't been over to Waco yet. If you were good. You'd be scouting out the competition too. Hadn't been over to Waco yet. I don't. I think it'll be really interesting. This is, this is a question I got for you. How big of a role will it play for as far as home field advantage goes with these limited number of fans in the stands? Hmm. I think it. I think it's more comfortability for the players instead of like no- crowd noise. You know, it's like playing in your own stadium, and you got to just feel a little bit, yeah, a little more comfortable, a little more relaxed, maybe. But I'm saying, are the opposing teams more comfortable as well? And in general, yeah, I would think so. 
It's got to make a difference, especially some of those bigger schools that are going to be loud. Well, I, I don't know. I think – I don't know. I've you ta- still got travel. Well, I've talked to some people, too, that, you know, you talk about going on the road. and. I mean, you and, tell, what was it like for you? Oh, for me? You've been on the road before, bro. I love, I love when fans used to just ride me. I, oh, they'd be uh, Carlisle. They'd be like, you're double-digit ERA. Your ERA's <laughs> 13, Carlisle. <laughs> be like, save it. I'd get a foul ball and I'd fake it like I was going to throw it to him. Classic. That was BC in his prime. Right, so what do you think? Do you think it makes a big difference? I don't know. I think that it gives the opposing team a lot more comfort. I'm not, I just you I think don't, that, I mean I've never played in a college football game, so I don't know about the noise. You haven't? No, I've set had to bench that one game. Oh, okay. Well I, I just think that I don't know, I think if I'm a player for a home team, like I'm really trying to feed off my crowd. Like so I'm does not, it feel like a neutral site for the away team? Like I would think I would think it's like, all right, let's go down here. We're about to find out who's got the better roster. Like, right. like if we execute more and they pure, execute, let's find out. Pure. We might get some more pure. I'll results. say this, across all sports that have been on TV and golf, basketball and baseball, like it hadn't bothered me that much. Oh, I'm really glad that golf hasn't bothered you. It's like, I've, are you familiar with the Tiger Roar? <laughs> Tapes, back me up here. Back. You don't watch golf for the roar. You know, uh, it certainly watch it enhances for the, the experience. I watch it for shot tracing. I know. I'm just telling you. Same with NBA. Same with baseball. Wait, like, NBA has been a tremendous product. Baseball is really bothering me. Is it with yeah. no fans? Oh, maybe it feels so it's so much. personal to you. Maybe so, but there's NBA. not really that many fans in the Red Stadium anyway, so maybe that's why it's not that big of a deal to me. It probably so. feels normal. Yeah, probably so. But I'll tell you, the NBA's done a good job. I thought they did a good yeah. job. Yeah, kind of, ratings say otherwise, but yeah, uh, but it does look good on TV. The product on the court's pretty oh, no good. Doubt. Yeah, you got them virtual fans. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there ain't nothing better than a dude on Skype watching a basketball game. Well, for apparently two there's hours. a lot better, like Jay Leno's Car Garage beating out a lot of the playoff games and ratings. True. True. <laughs> All right, let's look at the remainder of this schedule at Southern Miss week two to six thirty PM kickoff on ESPN two. Um our boys in Hattiesburg have had about eight players opt out, deciding they're gonna transfer. I know your good buddy Jack Abraham. Mm. Talk about him uh next segment getting ready to open their season on Thursday night. Uh should be this a little, Thursday. Yeah, should I'm be a, tune in. Yeah. Should be a fun little battle in Hattiesburg between them and South Alabama, but can't wait for the dogs to go to Hattiesburg. A little conference USA action. South Alabama's in the Sun Belt. And, and you didn't let me finish. And Sun Belt. Oh. Forgot to more let you finish. Forgot to let you finish. Home opener, September the 19th. Houston Baptist comes to town. Let me tell you. Doubt the choir will be singing very long <laughs> at that one. Hopefully the dogs take care of business pretty how, early. How bad are they? Listen. Man, just say it. Don't be no. They were don't be politically correct. Just no, they it. were five and five, a good offensive team in the Southland, but they ain't coming They're to the awful. Joe. How many teams come to the Joe and come out alive? Ben, is UTSA or was it UTSA? Who do Houston I hate? Bat- oh, <laughs> who do you hate? Is it UTEP or UTSA? UTSA. Okay, is is UTSA beating Houston Baptist? Yeah. Okay, then Houston Baptist is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> just say it. All right, they're not Give very the good. Give people what they want. Hey. That will be a dog meat dog night. The Huskies coming to take on the Bulldogs. Bark versus the bite. Yeah. You got to love it. You got to love it. You got to love it. In the Joe. In the Joe. Two weeks later after a bye week, Tech will open Conference USA play with their home opener in conference. Dana Demo brings his UTEP Miners into town. My boys. Blowout. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. UTEP ain't beating too many folks this year. 
following week, October. <laughs> what? You, no, that's great. I just wasn't expecting that. This whole you, you know, speaking straight is a new thing for me. Listen, so. Beck, a lot of people are picking UTEP to lose to SFA. Woo! Yeah, old Stephen F. Austin basketball program. Mm. October the 10th, Marshall, the Thundering Herd, come to town from Huntington, West Virginia. Their first trip into Joe I. Stadium in eight years since that the dogs my, have I, been we, in conference. You say, that is insane. How many times have we played over there? Come on, Judy. Only once. Oh. Still, Tech's Gosh. played like Western Kentucky like nine times. Like, figure it out. It's a 5 p.m. kickoff on CBS Sports Network. A 5 p.m. kickoff in the Joe? Unbelievable. Turn me up. Following week, on the, or I think it was a bye week, then a trip to San Antonio to face UTSA. Your boys, 2.30 p.m. kickoff on ESPN+. Plus. Oh, got to subscribe to the old plus again, Ben. Yeah, going to need it for the Houston Baptist game, too, if you don't make it. <laughs> Also, kind of need it for the UTEP game. <laughs> Man, I was feeling really good about taking their and their TV deals until I might I need that. to pay the old four ninety nine, bro. Might need to lay off the old cool uh, chicken strips and uh, greens. <laughs> well, tonight it was a uh, sour gummy worms. Then back to the old childhood. Back to the Shout old out childhood. To our unofficial sponsor. Yeah, sour gummy worms. Sour gummy. Appreciate you. Hit you. Hit us up if you want an ad. Don't act like you weren't reaching over this little plexiglass to get a few out of the bag. Coming up on Halloween, our boys from Birmingham. Bill Clark brings in the Blazers. Bring them on. Buzz Lightyear and Woody will hey, be there. Hey, guaranteed dub. Oh, Book it. Without a doubt. Tech ain't losing this I'm one. I'm calling it right. Tapes, write it down. I'm Dogs calling. aren't losing to UAB this year. It, I said it last year. Nobody believed me. This is lock it in. I don't care what the line is. Tech's covering it. Covering? Covering. Which doesn't mean we're going to win. Probably. It's probably going to be a pick 'em. <laughs> Tech's covering by two tutties. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Then we get set for a trip to Denton to face on the North Texas. Best what, thing that, about what, the, the Mean the, Green is their stadium. Right. And last time it did not disappoint. It was pretty nice except for that two-mile walk from that freaking cow pasture <laughs> that I paid $20 to park in. It's a 5 p.m. kickoff on CBS Sports oh Network. Gosh. Seth Luttrell, get a medium shirt. We got to get a meek on before that. Just, to, oh. just run us through the last time. He, hey, he won't have an NFL game to practice for or anything. Uh, we got to get on the TV so we can show clips. That'd make our show better. You want to? Yeah, get like you know, like Colin does. Yeah, with the clips. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're coward. Yeah, without a Tapes doubt. Tapes can be joy. Again, that's a 5 p.m. <laughs> kickoff in Denton on CBS Sports Network. Dogs then return home to take on North Tech or take on Rice. Probably have Matthew Bartlett on before that game. Rice, Book him. Rice only playing eight games, so they don't really like football. Following week, November 21st, <laughs> week before Thanksgiving, ULM and Louisiana Tech. Dogs haven't faced off with the Warhawks since November 11th, 2000. Last time ULM beat Louisiana Tech, I wasn't even thought of. 1987. Well, the last time we played, it was one day shy of my eighth birthday, BC. Oh, bro, congratulations. Been a long time. Turned eight. Happy for you. Then the dogs close out their regular season. The 11 a.m. kickoff at FIU. That game's also on ESPN+. Skip Holtz gets another shot at Butch Davis. 
Good question. Who knows how good the Panthers will be this year? Old quarterbacks off to the NFL. Some good little receivers last year, I'll tell you that much. They gave a meek fits for four quarters. You want to get him on before that one, too? Yeah. Let's get him on every week. Yeah. Man, I miss that dude. He can replace Boston Scott. Hey, I tell you, who's got, the, who's got the mouth of practice now that Amik's gone? Did I say this last week? Who? Smoke. Yeah. He talking. Your boy Smoke. He is ready. Oh, he's ready. He said you can't cover him. Can't even cover him. He don't have to catch the ball. It doesn't matter. He can't cover him. That's right. Let's go ahead and take our final timeout of the night. We come back from the break. That's what we're going to do. We're going to put a bow on it. You're listening to Believe Tech Blue Radio. Be right back out of the break. Uncommon, how would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary, outstanding, exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. Man, I'm in pain. I've got to get some new running shoes. I used to have the same problem until I went to try running. Whether you're running, walking, working out, or working on your feet, Try Running staff works to keep your feet comfortable. Everyone's feet are different. Try Running makes sure you get the right type of shoe for your specific foot type. Try Running has Asics, Brooks, Mizuno, Scott & Newton running shoes, plus running, swimming, and triathlon apparel and accessories. Try Running. Running is what they do on West Mississippi, downtown Ruston. Hey, DQ fans. Do you know what you get when you combine Oreo and fudge and brownie? You get the new Oreo fudge. Browning Blizzard Treat of the Month, of course. It's real Oreo pieces, rich choco fudge, and brownie pieces, all blended together in world-famous DQ Soft Serve. It's like mixing happiness, joy, and delight into one deliciously decadent treat trifecta. Hurry in today for this new dream treat only at your DQ. Happy tastes good. Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTeX supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics, plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Car Top Line, 888-993-7762. BC Beck Haynes, John Tabor. It's the final segment of the night. You know what we do. We put a bow on it. We put a bow on it. Been an excellent show. BC has plenty of energy tonight. Having a great show, Beck. I don't think you realize how awesome it is that college football is just around the corner. I'm talking not not Austin P. Central Arkansas. We're talking FBS football Thursday night, Central Arkansas at UAB. That's a 7 p.m. kickoff on ESPN3. South Alabama at Southern Miss. 
That's an 8 p.m. kickoff on CBS mm. Sports Network. Come on. If old BC stays up for that one, might need a day off on Friday. Imagine that. It's going to run till about midnight. Coming up on Saturday, looking at Eastern Kentucky at Marshall. Also talking Middle Tennessee at Army, SMU at Texas State. Houston Baptist back. You can get your first look at the Huskies. I'll be doing my research. Traveling to Denton to take on North Texas. It's a 6.30 p.m. kickoff on ESPN3. Arkansas State travels to Memphis. 7 p.m. kickoff on ESPN. Stephen F. Austin at UTEP. It's an 8 p.m. kickoff out in El Paso at the Sun Bowl. And then Monday night, little Monday night football. (laughs) BYU at Navy. That should be a fun matchup. I guess, Ben, I guess I just didn't think this would happen. It's here. I guess I just, in the back of my mind, thought, it's 2020. I'm so jacked up. It's 2020. I'm going to be let down. I might tap. It's here, Ben. I might tap. I'm going to see some full. I'm going to see some. Some jerseys over some pads, Ben. What are are we, nine days away from the NFL? We got a draft. Fantasy draft coming in hot Monday night, 930. Holy cow, going to be a late one. I did some stat analysis, number crunching, Ben. and Let me fill you in. Michael Crabtree's not in the league. Don't take him fourth round. I have lost 60%. Of the time. who? So you've been three times, Shiva. Who's been our other two? Uh, Jeffrey. Yep. Had to get a belly button ring. Nelly. That, both asterisks, though, because Jeff uh, uh, acquired the team midseason in peak doo-doo stage. Got a belly button ring. Yep, Pretty got a belly weird. button ring. Yeah, that was uh, unfortunate for Jeff. Had to fly to Denver to see his sister with his mom and got nervous that uh, the – Old detectors at the airport would go off, so I had to tell his mom right before he got on the plane. Pretty interesting to tell. That part of the whole story is that they didn't even go off. (laughs) So he just told his mom for no reason. I would be interested to uh, hear what his mom said. Former law tech kicker and record holder, no more, Matthew Nelson. Gotta love Nelly. You do. He lost and then said, I'm out, boys. This is too much competition for me. He wasn't talking about you, trust me. are too serious. I'm out. Also, I lost, and I'm not doing the punishment. Wasn't talking about you. Hats off to old Nelly, though. He was an original league member, and we do appreciate that. So, anyways, I'm going to do a mock draft this year, Ben. Oh, are you? Mr. Mock Draft in our league, uh, Kyle Johnson. He won last year. What what pick do you have? Oh, numero uno. That's what happens when you lose. Who's your keeper? (laughs) Kicker? Unfortunately, I think it's Julio. Julio Jones. Yeah, have you heard of him? Yeah, I got a hair. He's like a number three receiver last year, man. I'm checking the old stats on that. Hairline's uh, yeah, receding a little bit. Yeah, doesn't like touchdowns, Ben. No, he doesn't. Hates them. Scared of them. He doesn't catch touchdowns. All right, we got a little text on the text line. That's why he's a trade magnet in fantasy. <laughs> text from Chase up, up in Marietta, Oklahoma. Says you can call me Okie Dog, man. Shout out to the Sooners. Speaking uh, of the Sooners, okay. hold on right. real quick. Taves, how about this? Oklahoma, Missouri State, September the 12th. You can watch the game on pay-per-view for fifty four ninety nine. What? Yes. Why? It's absurd. I don't know. No. Yes. No. no oh, my gosh. All right, go ahead. What's up, Chase? Sounds like you need to move back, Chase. Oklahoma, not doing it right. He wants to know if we can grade our DBs compared to last year. He wants a letter grade. All right, so say last year's what? 
A plus plus. Okay, so they're A plus plus. Right now, I'm gonna say B uh, C plus. Woo, that's a drop. I think we're. I think Texan Which, B. Uh, for you, that's still good. So let me translate. It's not great C plus for the normal average. person. It's average. So nothing to be super like, pumped about. I got C's in school, and because I told my mom that's average. Right, get over it. I think Tech will be fine at safety. Two grades down. A little concerned at corner. Not going to lie to you. Back before we get out of here, quick little programming note. Some former Bulldogs in the ML- MLB. Philip Deal, former Bulldog left-handed pitcher, was – Option to the Colorado Rockies alternate site today. That's basically the minor leagues in a year that they don't have the minor leagues. So, deal will go down there, get some work. It's kind of struggled a little bit in the early going. Probably got a little tightness in the old elbow. Yep, a little tightness in the elbow. Hopes to be back in the near future. Then the old former roommate, Phil Maton, tearing it up for the Cleveland Indians. You, hear you, know, you know, if you would have told me one of you two is going to MLB, I think I'd have picked him. I'd have picked Phil over you. Shocked. Shocked. You did think the old 82-mile-an-hour <laughs> heater was getting to the league. Just so our listeners know, if if any of you out there have access to a field with an actual mound, Hit me and up. Ben have been talking the trash for years. He says he came me up with his right hand. For those that don't know Ben, he's a lefty. I hadn't swung a bat in eight years, but when I did, let me tell you, I may have hit the most practice bombs out of anybody that never hit one in a game. (laughs) (laughs) So we got to get on the field. We've been arguing about this for years. you got to tell the quick story about you, how you said you could throw 80. Oh, man. Quick story. you got to be quick. Okay, okay, I'm quick. I'm at Rotolos with two friends that don't know nothing about sports or baseball, and we're talking about – we're watching the game, and they said something like, man, that's pretty fast. How fast do you think you could throw? And I was like, you think you can throw like 82, 83? And I was like, yeah. I think y'all can throw like 70, 75. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> Beck Played was, baseball for like 10 years. Beck was probably no, 68. Never been on the gun. That's not true. Hit 72. Yeah. Didn't lift the arm for a month yeah. after. It was rough. Uh, boy, I just thought the average person. You know the average person really throws like 55? Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm well above average, so that's why I hit 72. <laughs> that's all that matters. But I could not believe it. And, it wasn't, a, and I don't even think it was – like, I felt like I was throwing as hard as I used to throw. i just never been on – we didn't have guns in Alaska, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't make it up there. No. Nobody – Good bit of snow. I thought 82, I could hit that in my sleep. Yeah, it didn't happen. No. <laughs>